I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to Secrets of the Side Hustle with me, Scarlett Russell, entertainment editor of the Sunday Times Style. This podcast was created so I could sit down and have conversations with inspiring female founders about their career stories. And for us, it was people were seeing exactly what they were sending because they were buying it. They were buying the pads. We said, we want this and this and this. And they said, OK, use their own money, bought it, sent it to us. Spanning industries from fashion and tech. No one had ever said to me, you can work in technology. My idea of what it was to work in technology was to be a software engineer and, you know, write lines of code, create software. To publishing and food. I was so poor, I couldn't... I remember looking at the cupboard because I couldn't afford any food. I remember looking at the cupboard and being like, huh, what can I make from what's right here? Each week we'll discuss the practicalities of starting a business from scratch. It's actually the most difficult part of the side hustle because that's what takes up the time. So that's real, you know, I literally do everything at the moment. I'll be delving into the personal and professional experiences of turning a side hustle into a thriving career... In this episode, I sat down with the founders of Zebedee Management, Laura Johnson and Zoe Proctor. Zebedee is an agency that represents men, women, children and babies who are models and actors and are disabled or have visible differences or additional needs. Its founders, Laura Johnson and Zoe Proctor, are 36 and 45 and they set up the agency in 2017. Their clients now include River Island, H&M, Nike, Marks & Spencers, even HSBC. Let's hear their story. Okay, fantastic. Guys, thank you so much for coming into Secrets of the Side Hustle. Welcome. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Thanks for having us. No. <laughs> <laughs> detect a bit of an accent there. Where are you guys from? Uh, I'm from Sheffield. Yeah, and I'm from North East Lincolnshire. Oh, so. fab. Did you, but you live in London or do you still live up north? We don't live in London. No. We still live up north. Up north. Yes. <laughs> That's where the agency's based. Yes. Yeah. Well, officially Sheffield, but we're we're often down in London for, for work and, and, and uh, yeah. whatnot. So, yeah, we're, we're we commute a lot, but wow. we're officially Northerners. Yeah. And Fantastic. <laughs> we love that. Okay, that's so so nice to have a, a side hustle that isn't based in London. I think you yeah. might be the first. Oh, brilliant. Oh, good. good. Yeah. <laughs> so I might have got that wrong. There could be a fact check at the end, but certainly we don't have many, so it's really great to have that. So, guys, can you, first of all, we mentioned a bit in the intro, but can you explain what it is that Zebedee does mm-hmm. and who you are representing? Tell me about that. Um, well, Zebedee, we're a specialist talent agency. We represent models and actors who have um, disabilities or visible differences. And we represent people from tiny babies up to older adults. 
and the disabilities that um, people on our books have range from uh, visible differences such as people who might use a wheelchair or might have an amputation to um, invisible or hidden disabilities such as perhaps somebody with autism um, and then we also represent people who have visible differences and by that we mean uh, somebody who might have um, alopecia or albinism um, or generally anybody that wouldn't normally historically be represented by a, model, a standard modelling agency. Um, yeah, we work as a uh, we work as a specialist uh, talent agency, don't we? But um, we we just we work as a normal um, a talent agency, and we submit our talent for all the mainstream jobs that come along that we think they're suitable for. So, how many people? How many clients do you have on your books at the moment? Um, I think around about the three hundred mark because we have all ages from babies up to older older people so Mm -hmm. um it's across the board really and obviously when it comes to disability and we want to kind of have a wide selection of people who um who have different disabilities so there's there's so much uh um variety yeah Yeah. of people to to represent and that's why we've probably got quite a lot of a lot quite a lot of talent talent. yeah Yeah. and that there's no one else really doing this or are there are there there companies like are there model agencies like this not really I mean when we first set up we had a little look didn't we to see Mm. who else was out there doing what we wanted to do so we really wanted to be do a lot of fashion high street fashion high-end fashion commercial and commercial and we wanted to rep people from like I said little babies Mm. children and there wasn't really anybody doing really the way the things that we're, we've been doing no um we did when we first started we did have a look and i think that's where um we thought there was a, a definite need that we we need to do this um mm. and because because there isn't really any other agency out there that that represents people from of all ages all abilities mm. um, and including the the visible differences yeah, side as well absolutely. it's not yeah. really something that that people in happen so far yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do you two know each other? We're sister-in-laws. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Right, so how long have you known each other? Uh, since, since well, about 14, 15, 15 years. years. Yeah, yeah. Since wow. I was in my early yeah. 20s, yeah. Okay, <laughs> right. And this is the first business you set up together. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 What were you, both of Laura, let's start with you and then Zoe, mm-hmm. let's ask you what, were you, what was your career before this? What were you doing? So... Immediately prior to when we set up, I'm a social worker by training. Um, So I've worked, I worked as a social worker for around about 10 years, working various sort of different um, vulnerable groups, young people generally. And then I moved into mental health, working with people who have psychosis. Um, And then kind of prior to that, I did a bit of management. I did a bit of recruitment, worked in business a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's where my background came from. And um, and when we set up, I was actually on maternity leave mm. um, and I was, kind of, was kind of in the point where I was like, I don't want to go back to my social work <laughs> job. <laughs> and it, then that, and the conversation kind of stemmed from that, didn't mm. it? Yeah. And how many children do you have? I've got two children, two. a three-year-old and a one-year-old, Edith and Bernard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what does your partner do? He's, oh gosh, um, he's an arboricultural consultant which (laughs) that's um that means a tree consultant and that still probably doesn't mean anything so he does reports for developments uh that have trees on site like building developments so he does the kind of yeah 
<laughs> so Zoe, let's come to you. Um, yeah, so I my background is that I worked as an FE lecturer at a specialist college for people with learning disabilities. And and I was a performing arts lecturer there for, for many very happy years. Um, and then I set up my own performing arts group for local children in North East Lincolnshire. Well, young adults, really, um, that I still run now and called Zebedee Performing Arts. And yeah, and, and it was that's kind of my passion for a long time working with people who have learning disabilities um before that i used to model myself as a curve model and so had a lot of fun and experience doing that whilst i was younger Mm -hmm. um yeah and then i think we just got together and i was just sort of saying to laura about all these talented people that i teach and there's no major opportunities to get them out there and get some real meaningful paid work for them Mm. and that's why we just sort of had that light bulb moment that, mm. well we've got the skills between us and our backgrounds that we'll, we're just going to go for it so. mm. and, and you've got kids as well yeah is that I've right? got two girls teenagers <laughs> so Lily and in India okay and um husband Duncan yeah, right so, and yeah. your husband's are brothers yeah yeah so my brother Adam is Laura's partner oh I see yes so right. my sister-in-law's yeah um so right so the, the the idea really just came about from you're just what over dinner one night or well, you just had this light bulb moment yeah it was a walk on the beach <laughs> so oh, I, yeah so I, sunny yeah so where Zoe lives it's just on the beach in Cleethorpes and I'd come over with my little girl mm. and we took the dogs a walk on the beach and we were just having a chat like like Zoe said about the lack of opportunity for people with disabilities specifically mm. the people that Zoe was working with in a performing arts group and we were sort of saying it's so like awful that there's yeah. no like there's no opportunities for people out there and there's not even an agency that will represent people with disabilities yeah and then we literally like oh my god I think should we, we just set this. up a, yeah. what, should we do it and then um we literally just did <laughs> we, went, we back, went back home put the kettle on didn't we and wrote a few pe- notes yeah and and that was did some googling yeah and that was really the start we kind of it wasn't we didn't think about it for an awfully long time it was just one of those moments that it was literally I think we can we should do this yeah it Um, was it was like probably an hour from having the idea to when we started setting up the business (laughs) wow yeah (laughs) yeah I mean you can see the natural because you're both in jobs before where you're caring about people so you can see that but I mean I know you set up your performing arts school Mm. but there was neither of you had like strong business experience but I don't know if that matters these days or does it because anyone can do it it's been a massive learning curve we have worked solidly and we you know it's been all consuming um I think when and when I so we had the idea and then I was on a timeline till I was returning back to work as a social worker yeah Yeah, and then we were doing as much as we can and then I returned back to work and then I was trying to work and look after my children and do Zebedee all at the same time Mm. as well right um and yeah we had a lot of balls in the air for a long time yeah we just like "Ah." I think it was six months of trying to get things set up meeting models trying to make contacts yeah trying to get the website sorted so yeah Um, talk me through then the stages so you've had this idea what happens over the next six months to a year then what talk me through stage by stage initially we just had no idea Mm -hmm. that if it was going to work or not we had we just thought we're just going to throw everything that we have at it um and so we we made a little bit of a plan and first off cast see if the models were out there to see if there were talent that would be interested interested and 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 able to do it and have the availability and interest to do it really so so the first stage was we 
so we wanted all our talent base to be there before we started going out to clients because we didn't want to go to clients going, do you want to use disabled people? And then go, yeah, 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 we do. And then we go, oh, well, we, we don't actually have anyone that you can use. Yeah. So we, we went out and got all the talent. Um, but if they're not signed, sorry, if, if they're not signed to anyone, how did you find them? We got into, well, Zoe's performing arts group for right. one thing. So we had some talent already there ready and waiting. And then we went out to various different um, disability community groups, community yeah. groups that um, work with people with disabilities. And then we went to a few mag- specialist magazines, magazines yeah. that um that worked that possibility magazine yeah. we had a few articles written about uh, our idea and um we had a big article in when we very first started in the yorkshire post which kind of spread the word mm, wow. locally um to what we we're doing and then mm. and then from that the i mean it There's was one snowball. of the biggest kind of hit you know articles wasn't it at the mm. time for especially like um the, the disability uh, magazines yes um and i think there was we thought from that oh my god with the thousands of people like commenting on this this were definitely on on to something mm. here yes um, and it, presumably it was all very positive and encouraging oh, yeah. people saying there's a huge pretty much we've never on social no. media had any negative and, and this is like unheard of and just well, we'll wait yeah. to see what comes up from this but yeah. <laughs> we've like never really has like serious any seriously negative com- like no. social media touch touch, touch wood, wood, no, wood and he, yeah but yeah. um but everyone is like it, it, the world is so ready for it and it's very mm. slow and it's like it, it's not going as quickly as what we would have hoped for it to do like there's definitely some brands out there that aren't like won't even consider disability or differences but um it's yeah it's it we kind of knew that it was going to... Yeah, from that, from the off. interest that we got from the models. And then when we held a casting day, we invited some people along. Um, and got photographers lined up, met yeah, some local photographers. We just met a few amazing people, didn't we, initially? Yeah. And, and from meeting them, we really thought this is going to, this has to work for these people because they're so incredible mm. and let's just show the world what, what they're missing. Mm. Um, and, and, and it was that, that, that those people that we met in the initial first few weeks really mm. gave us the drive then um, and the passion and their stories gave us the kind of the drive to, to, to really go work. for it. Yeah. Cause I think like when we did meet the models and then, and often ch- children and their parents, they were, you know, they'd been looking for something like this for a long time mm. and they'd hit, like, rejection after rejection and they were just like, nobody's doing this, our children aren't being represented. Like, mm. it was people who were specifically... Really, I think yeah. a lot of people were specifically looking for modelling agencies for dis- people with disabilities that were trying to get into the business and yeah. the doors were all None completely closed. None of the mainstream closed. agencies were open to representing children, especially with disabilities at that time. Yeah, so. or, or adults, yeah. really. Or, that, yeah. yeah, and still very much adults. Yeah, still very very much mm. so yeah so um yeah, yeah so that was that what was the original was question the so, no, no, so you've got <laughs> you've got your, your cast you've cast loads of people yeah. you've got on your books yeah are you now like a legitimate company have you now set yourself yeah. up as a company How well yeah you do we that? just company's well, house yeah. just quite yeah. such a company's house set ourselves up company's house yeah that's how you just set up your that's how you set up a business, yeah. basically. Okay. So you, we, you're a registered business. You have a registered business. We spoke business to company. a great accountant who gave us some good business advice and yeah. financial advice. Like and what? What was some of that advice? Um, 
Well, we you spoke know, just on how to set up properly. I mean, initially, what business to set up? Yeah, right. At the moment, we've got two arms to our business now. So we originally set up as a um, so a company limited by guarantee, yeah. <laughs> which basically meant that we like were doing it social enterprise. Yeah, like an company. old social enterprise. So it's like we didn't know if this was a viable business because we hadn't. We just didn't know. So we were like, if if we want to make this work, then we're kind of going to go down the social enterprise sort of route yeah. and just like apply for funding and do you know campaigns, do campaigns. campaigns yeah. yeah. And that's how we originally were working. And then, um, you know, like a year later, we realised, actually, this is a business. We don't need to be applying for fun- funding and stuff for that mm-hmm. side of the business. So na- now we've got two arms. We've got one arm which does campaigns and community um, events, mm-hmm. um, that sort of thing. And then the other side of the business is our um, talent agency. Talent agency. Right. So now we've like kind of split it into two. So, But when you started, you just had it as... Both of these are one. Just one. You just had it as one. And so <laughs> yeah. were you advised to find investment, outside investment, or were you use we, it, putting we were, in your own money? We were putting we in our, our own money. money. I mean, to be fair, it didn't really cost any money. Mm. Like, it we were just our using our... Time. It was our time. Yeah. yeah. We, I mean, the photographer... We met some of our brilliant photographers, um, Shelley Richmond, Ellie Grace Photography, they uh, were the original yeah. ladies, weren't they? And they, they worked for us for free. They, wow. they really yeah. loved what we were doing mm. and they just... Yeah. They took some pictures for free they got our original portfolio sort of up the lady for free. Who, who designed our website she's a friend yeah, the fo- she? yeah. A, linda at the forge, forge advertising yeah, yeah she's um oh. incredible so we've had we've pulled a lot some, of favors from friends yeah. and stuff mm. and then really it was just our time to like get everything running wasn't it yeah. yes because this really was a side you were both working full yeah. time yeah at the time and how did that work then did you find you were kind of overworked did you love doing it because you were so passionate about it how did that work within your job well I loved I was getting to I mean for me I was working I was so I had a baby Mm. I had um uh I was working in mental health services three days a week and then on my other two days every time my baby was asleep I was like get the laptop out do as much work as I possibly can night time seven o'clock do as much work Mm. as I possibly can and I kind of did that for six months maybe yeah it was quite intense uh, yeah initially wasn't it it's was really hard work um, yeah, yeah it must have been yeah. very exhausting okay and then at which point did you then leave your job just to focus entirely on Zebedee? i left in christmas at christmas 2017 okay and i was umming and ahhing so i'd gone to work i said can i do um can i reduce my hours can i do some sort of flexible working because i can't do everything yeah, yeah. and they kind of said to me no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so I, so I kind of, and then I'd, re- I mean, I had a really bad day at work. I had a really difficult yeah. day, and I was like, "You phoned okay. me, didn't you?" Crying. I'm, yeah. And I was like, "Right, we're just this is this is gonna we're gonna make this happen, and yeah. we're gonna." And Zoe, gonna was it the same it. for you? Were you struggling with the kind of workload as well, um, with doing everything? And... I was in a slightly different position uh, to Laura because I'd already left my full time job. Um, I got completely disillusioned with. Um, teaching at that point and although I absolutely adored working with um the the students that I was working with so um so I was having a little bit of a break and still running my performing arts group which was obviously part-time um so I had a little bit more free time but um you know got Mm. kids and Mm. uh family to look after at the same time Mm. so we 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 kind of went from naught to 60 overnight didn't we Mm. and we were just trying to keep everything going and, mm. and get pit- and by that point we actually hadn't make 
made really any money any, no. either. <laughs> no. So it was really yeah. like we did everything. Did we weren't you... paid. We would we did everything for nothing. Yeah. Um, we put every bit of funding that we got to set up into campaigns. Um, and when did it actually? You said you left at Christmas. So when did it actually launch initially? Just the summer. The summer yeah. of twenty seventeen. Yeah. yeah. Where did the funding come from? That initial funding. So we had we bet we the national lottery. Yeah. Very had, kind to help us. Yeah. Oh, so was, do you apply then, like yeah. online, for a grant? Yeah. And they... it was a, a grant called Awards for All, which help um, businesses set up. Um, so you can that have a social enterprise focus. Yeah, basically, wow. that so... have a community based focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so we bidded for a setup grant, and we were successful. And that's basically we bought a laptop each. <laughs> How much did you get? Um, mm, All together, about eight thousand yeah. pounds, okay. something. Yeah. So we bought a laptop. It we, paid and then for the we website. The, yeah, we did the website and some shoots. And then for a few shoots. And then, and then also sort of Sheffield Hallam. resources, didn't it? Yeah, yeah Sheffield, Sheffield Hallam. Because I, I was a student as well at the time. So I had all these things going on. So I was doing a, a mental health course at Sheffield Hallam. And then they, they, have, um, they had like a little fund as well for social enterprises that kind of helped us along the way a little yeah. bit. Um, not much, a couple of thousand pounds mm-hmm. again, just mm-hmm. to... Yeah. Right, that seed. And then you've got... Okay, so then you go out... You've got your business now. Mm, So then you're going out to the brands. Mm. What sort of reaction were you having from them? Were they welcoming it or...? Mm. I think initially... It was like, oh my god, who are these women? Um, and how did you actually <laughs> even go about finding? Did you just Google? Oh my god, it's so well, hard. It was yeah. really, yeah. That was because that isn't our background. Mm. So we were taught. So we were faking it till we made it, really. And we were mm. all just hands. We're not and, in, you know, <laughs> you know. We weren't. Well, I mean, you'd worked as a model, but we weren't in yeah, behind fashion, the art direction, yeah, photography. We, you know, we weren't in London doing all that sort of side of things. Like, mm. so we we've started from scratch going we need to make these contacts and we've just like picked up the phone and rang like every yeah, yeah. google what brands do we want to work with yeah let's find the ringing head office can yeah. i get put through to the um yeah the, the person who manages your fashion shoots please or yeah. like right. um, uh, who who manages your model bookings and people are like what you've come through you... to customer service yeah. like and then but then we were just like digging d- yeah, just completely just, digging yeah, we as would... much as we could to find mm people but yeah and Instagram like River Island were our first really big client and they lucky for us they were just at the process where they were sort of thinking we want to be diverse we want disability things I tagged in their team um yeah so I tagged in their team they got in touch with us and then that was the start of the relationship from then and I think on everything I mean we're still learning masses every week we're learning new stuff but um that was the start of right okay that's who that person's called or that's that job role and they do that and yeah. this is how it yeah, works. Yeah, this is how yeah. it works and it's been a long process to learn and, and, still, um, and still we kind of, oh my goodness. I mean, this morning to... I've been like ringing yeah, we've Burberry. Had, we've had, <laughs> we've had a, yeah. a good four hours this morning <laughs> like trying to knock on doors yeah. and find the right contacts yeah. and we're very sort of proactive, aren't we? Oh yeah. Um, and I think that's why we're both quite similar in that way that we kind of... Just we're really taken. driven like we really yeah. want to we want this to succeed and yeah. and it's so frustrating to us when people like we've done i mean i don't know we've made a thousand or more phone calls to people wow. and <laughs> and i don't even know like 20 or 30 or 40 of those calls have turned into 
something. Some sort of anything. Yeah. yeah. And now you've got so list me the brands who you work with now, who your models model for. So most of the high street. So we yeah, say River Primark. Island, Marks and Spencer's, Primark, um, Superdrug, Boots. Yeah. Um, We've done some big campaigns for um, Mercedes Benz. Yeah. Um, All the supermarkets: Tesco, Sainsbury's. Yeah. Fantastic. Asta, um, Google. Yeah, we've had, um, had children in big um, dramas on TV that have kind yeah, of... Yeah, the BBC, CBBS yeah. worked yeah. with us quite a bit. Um, At which point did you start making, a, or have you started making a profit yet? Yeah, I guess, yeah. like, I think the first year we didn't. We made a bit of a loss, and maybe the second year we made a little bit of a loss as well. Mm. But this year will have made a profit. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're absolutely not making a lot of money. We don't, you know, we like, don't get paid for the time that we do. No. <laughs> do we? If, if, uh, if, if that would, if we did, then <laughs> it'd be happy days. But yeah. um, I think we're so keen um, just to, to make sure. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This business works because it's not just us that is relying on this and not just our families that we're relying on the fact that we get a wage. It's the 300 people that we represent yeah. and their families. And, that's what pushes and it's, it. It's just like... Yeah, and that's it's not really been about the money no. um, for us. And, and we're in a... We've been... We are in a fortunate position that we've both got very, very supportive families that mm. um, are hard workers ourselves, both of our yeah. husbands and partners are kind of... So your, your husband's supportive. bring in the kind of... The bulk of the income yeah. whilst... Okay, well, that's helpful. Yeah, yeah. so that, that was it. Like, when we first set up, when, when I was saying, like, when I was leaving my job, yeah. I... Like I said to Adam, like 
should I do this? Can you like, can yeah. you keep that, like keep things running? Can, can things, and he was like, yeah, yeah do, do yeah. it. And, Aww. and then I had a friend as well who, again, I was in the process of like, what should I do? Like, should I stay at my job? Should I leave? And he, he kind of works in the industry a little bit. And, um, and he said, you know what, you've done all this work and it's lucky and then it's just on the cusp of working and if you don't do it somebody's just going to come and take all take that hard work the, from you yeah. and just do what you're doing mm. and yeah. Zoe are you still managing the performing arts side of it or is this just yeah what, so yeah. that's just once a once a week okay um, so for both of you this is your full time job it, yeah, yeah it is and how many hours do you work a week what is your working oh. day <laughs> well I don't. I don't know how many works we, we work three. Officially, we work three days. Yeah. So um, I work Monday to Wednesday officially, and I do Wednesday to Friday. Yeah. So we kind of split the week, and then we do Wednesdays together. So for oh, like nice. a handover. Okay. And do you have an office now, or do you both work from home? How's we both have offices. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, where we live. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because okay. we so live in different cities. We're on the phone a lot in the day. Yeah. You know, so every day we're having long chats about what's going on. Yeah. Um, so I've got a co I've got a co working space, um, Studio yeah. November in Sheffield. Brilliant, yeah. lovely. Yeah, yeah um, I've just got a little office in in Cleethorpes, which is by the seaside. Where oh, I've brought the dog and okay. uh, yeah, so it's really mm. nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm also really so you, you've made headlines this week because one of your clients, nine year old, am I saying Daisy May Dimitri? Yeah, yeah. yeah is the first child double amputee to walk at New York Fashion Week, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Um, what does it feel like? And you've got models work walking in London Fashion Week this week yeah, at the moment. Yeah, that's right, on Saturday. Which is amazing. And so how does it feel to be part behind these huge moments and really changing the narrative of how these minorities are getting represented? I think we just have to pinch ourselves sometimes yeah. because, like, sometimes we're just like, oh, yeah. we've done this. Yeah. Like, us. <laughs> like, yeah, little, little old us in our garden office. Yeah. Know? And it's like, oh my, all these amazing opportunities happening for people that they would never have normally happened without kind of what we've been doing behind the scenes. And it's, um, and, and it it's, is amazing. It, it does feel brilliant, but for, yeah, yeah. more so, it feels more brilliant for these yeah. for the people. It's yeah. just like, we're so proud of each and every person that's got, you know, that's worked or that hasn't even worked. Everybody that's joined us, you know, we can never guarantee people are going to work, but we try our hardest for every single person. We put them forward for everything that we yeah. possibly can. And when we, when somebody does get booked, it's just... Yeah. Every single time, it's always like... You do, running around the yes. office, like, woo! Yeah. yeah. It's a New client. Because we yes. get to know them personally and their yeah. journeys and very much, um, I think, what sort of makes us a little bit different from other agencies is the fact that we have to have that extra care for everybody because mm-hmm. they have additional needs. You know, we need to make sure that, that when they're going on set that they can cope in situations like working situations or, you know, um, if the, the building and the venue is accessible... Mm. Um, and that everything's in place to make it a, a, a positive experience as possible for the the talent and the client as well, because we want them to rebook, um, not just be the box ticker, which mm. I know a lot of the time we are at the moment because mm. it's um, sort of a cultural change we're trying to drive. Um, but yeah, to, to keep rebooking our, our guys as, as the norm, really. Mm. So, um, but each each booking that we get for the guys is a is a is a massive you mentioned this cultural shift which i think is a really good way of describing it is that happening then is there a big shift culturally into the way people with um learning difficulties and special needs are treated and noticed 
I don't. I wouldn't call it a big shift. No, right. I think there's a small. There's a shift. It's happening. We're not happening. happening. Fast it definitely yeah. is happening. I mean, yeah. from from when we first started, we were. I I remember saying to Laura, "What are we missing? What are we not doing? Where are we? You know, why are we not?" Making why are these happen. bookings not yeah, coming in because we've got the talent they're ama- you know we know we that they're amazing yeah and but it was just like what is what, what are we not so doing here you were, yeah. you were struggling to get bookings oh, initially yeah. initially right. yeah 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 we were open all summer and our first booking was in the september i think yeah and yeah yeah so and then so but but now it's like you know we get calls every every single day we're getting new clients and mm. what happened though people? to make that shift well, I think people just got fed up with us. Because <laughs> yeah. I think, like... Yeah, I they think, got bored of us yeah, nagging. <laughs> yeah, so, so the, the, way yeah. We, the way we work is we put our guys forward for the same job that any other talent would get put forward for. So if if we get a brief come through like we're on something called spotlight casting network so that's where all the yeah. commercial casting briefs come in so we get a brief in it says i'm looking for men aged 20 to 30 six foot tall acting ability whatever it is then we'll put our guys forward who fit that brief regardless if they've got one arm or if they're a wheelchair user or whatever yeah. it is and i think when we first started doing that casting directors were like why are they what i is, didn't ask what? for a disabled person yeah. why have you even put like why mm. have you done this but then we just like we, we just like just kept doing it, <laughs> kept yeah. doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it, and then eventually I don't know something's People like twigged. To, yeah. yeah, it's like oh okay, well I'll let's, give them a go. Let's give them a go, and, and then yeah. they've realised that they're actually let's amazing. Give them a go again, yeah, yeah, and I think, and I think wow. the casting. I think sometimes maybe from feedback we've got from casting directors, they're now at the point where they're trying to be definitely more inclusive in their casting. Sure. Yeah, but perhaps the clients that they're working are still mm. not quite at that point like where they want to be where they're like where they're thinking of disability in the in the forefront so um, they're still a little bit scared or maybe what they've said is they're not quite brave enough yet mm. to to sort of be fully diverse in their casting choices so um, so what do you think can be done about that what do you think people how's this going to change well i mean i guess I this is why we do our like, awareness yeah. campaigns yeah. is to kind of because we do a lot of awareness campaigns and we try and get press for those campaigns which is about spreading awareness yeah. and understanding of disabilities, of disabilities yeah. and kind of showing showcasing the talent that we've got and how beautiful they are how talented they are and I guess mm. that helps a little bit but I mean yeah time I think it's just time mm. so and going back to the business so am I right to think so every time your client gets booked mm-hmm. they get a fee of which you take a percentage yeah, that's yeah. how that works yeah. okay how do you manage the day-to-day is there one of you that's stronger at something and then the other of you that is better at something else or do you both bring the same talents in I think we have a lot of the same things like mm. we were talking about this earlier yeah. like we're on the same page a lot totally <laughs> like so we'll go have you done this and it's like yeah I've done this exactly how you're thinking yeah. that I would have done it like <laughs> yeah, have, you, have you thought about these people I was like yeah yeah, we've already done, done we've that, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Great. so we, yeah. we know like all the time it's like oh what do you think we know that we're thinking ex- yeah. pretty much exactly the same yeah, thing about do. how we're run- doing really things good. yeah okay. so that works brilliantly do you then ever find it quite difficult to switch off do you think you would I, like to be able to switch off more i would love it i don't yeah. think I, I don't think i actually could it's so hard mm, isn't yeah. it? it's, it's really hard you know everyone says this when they come on obviously yeah. it's your baby you're so yeah. passionate about yeah. it but there is a lot of stuff out there just to say the importance of being able Turning to switch off, off. Yeah. is very very difficult to yeah. do i'm just wondering how if you do it how you do it like I mean, Holid- holidays. Yeah, yeah. we both like travelling, yeah, don't we? Really. Do. So, 
That's good. Yeah. Okay. Sleeping. Walking the dog on the beach. <laughs> yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that um, kind of simple stuff, really. Cooking for the kids. And, and I do I do very much now. I think my, my children are that kind of 13 and 14. They need me home more. And we, you know, always eat around the table. And so, yeah. and I think there's sometimes in the day when I have to turn off. When the kids get home from school, I try to... For them, them to be everything. the main focus, yeah. for yeah. that you know, for me to be mum and that and nothing else, just to, mm. to be mum and mm. um and once they've gone to bed, I can do whatever I like again. <laughs> I back know. back on it, but um, it's hard because yeah, I think it's... I definitely do like the Mondays and Tuesdays when I've got both the kids. Then yeah. obviously, like I'm not, too, I can't work. I'm yeah. look after, it's impossible to look after two, a baby and a toddler and work. Yeah. Mm. But I think even like, you know. And, I, yeah. and we're so busy throughout the day and I'm doing whatever ballet classes or whatever that I'm yeah. doing with them. But I'm still like, oh, like I know that soon I'm going to have to go back. Yeah, have to, yeah. yeah them. You're, you, you're naughty. Yeah. You're naughtier yeah. than I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. Has there ever been a crisis and how have you dealt with it? What have you learned from it? Mm, I think there's ever been like a serious crisis, has there? Um, or even There's a... been a few times when we've been upset about things um something's gone wrong yeah or... not from our point of view really because but you know upset for the guys i mean recently we had um an amazing young woman who was who just been through a major surgery and she was just getting herself back into into going out to casting she'd she'd been pulled forward for a, a really lovely opportunity and um and she She'd done two self tapes. She'd learnt the script. She'd got the audition times, and I. She's a wheelchair user, and I kept emailing the 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 client. Okay, that's brilliant. I just want to make sure that you've got a ramp and that the venue that, that she's going to be casting in is accessible. So th- they they kind of just ignored that email, and I said again and again and again, mm. and then it was the morning before her casting, um, and then they just sent a one sentence back to say, oh, no ramp at the building we do not stop. have a ramp we don't have a, yeah yeah the building and, doesn't have a ramp <laughs> and it was that and i just thought you know what it really upset me yeah. and it's and it's stuff like that and i felt so bad for it because she was all set to go into london she'd just recovered from this really traumatic surgery she'd done a self-tape she'd, audition she'd, she'd done like really, everything she yeah, possibly could to they get were that specifically job. asking us for disabled talent they we were very clear about the fact that she was a wheelchair user well they selected her because she was a wheelchair user you know like partly because she was and then she couldn't get in the building and it's you know they made no alter they didn't think oh maybe we could cast her somewhere else maybe we could get a ramp so (laughs) there's situations like that when you know we've got to be really careful because we don't want to upset clients uh, and and put them off booking models with disabilities so we don't want to be name dropping or kind of um because you know we've got to take care of the business and it's Mm. it you know we we, we've got to be careful but times like that it's really really upsetting and infuriating for for people that you know it's easy for us we we've got we're able-bodied we can get Mm. about but um, going around London in a wheelchair is really difficult at the best of times mm. accessing public transport and then not to be able to get into a building that you're asked to casting it's, mm. it's so really... what happened she got oh, cancelled can- they cancelled oh, it that's yeah. so disappointing and then yeah. they said um, so they first of all said the building has no ramp and then that meant okay that's basically is cancelled because she yeah. can't do it and then we got an email afterwards going 
oh, we've decided to change, um, or the client has decided to change direction for this shoot. In other like, words, that's yeah. a lie. Yeah. yeah, it seems that it's very easy to get. Um, it's so personal mm. to both of you, this, and mm. it's very, you know, pe- they're dealing with people's feelings. Yeah. So I suppose there must be a lot of you having to, I suppose, manage your personal feelings against this because from mm. that point of view, it's very yeah. disappointing. But yeah. there has to be a point where you say, well, you have to not let your emotions come into it yeah. and just do what's best for the business and for the client. Yeah. Is that difficult? Zoe, I'm sensing maybe more, it's more, yeah. I don't know, Laura, someone's yeah. telling me that you're quite business-minded and thick-skinned, <laughs> yeah. you just yeah. do it and think I, like this. I don't know how you know Something, that. I don't know, yeah, you made me be a bit more... Yeah, yeah. a bit weepy, yeah. And, then, and taking it perhaps more personally, which is completely understandable. Yeah. Very understandable yeah. both. But so then, how do you... what? Do you, how do you shake that off? And she rings I, me. I feel Laura. I do. <laughs> Laura, I said, this has happened. I'm really upset. We've had this message right, or right. this has happened. And and luckily, Laura's like me. you are. Yeah. yeah. And that, um, that, you know, I can just sort of go, oh, my God, you know. And then it, but it takes me probably quite a lot longer to work through things that have upset me than, yeah. than, than Laura. But it's, it's like, oh, well, this is good to... tomorrow. We'll forget about it. But yeah. it's upsetting. And we, yeah. I guess we just look, what, what can we do about this? If there's anything we can do, we'll do it. And if there isn't, it's just like we've got to, we have to move, move on, on now. Bit, yeah. yeah. It's so um, great that you have each other to yeah, do that. Yeah. yeah, real great thing about starting a business with yeah. someone and one of yeah. the advantages. Oh, I'll show you a funny picture or something. Yeah, you will. <laughs> yeah, just look at this picture and you'll be fine. Yeah. We'll just... Looking back over <laughs> in your business as business owners, are there any mistakes you think you've made? Or not even, not necessarily mistakes, but things you m- m- would have approached differently or done differently that you've learned from? Mm, what would we have done? Do you know what? We haven't. We have not even had time to think about anything. <laughs> we didn't think about how we were setting up the business, really, did we? We just, like, we don't really have time. I tell you, that's one thing, actually. We don't really have time to reflect. And I think it would be really yeah. good for us to ever have time to sit back and, like, mm. I think as we grow, we're going to have to do this. Like, we, because we're so involved in the running of the agency, like, we are the book with the bookers as well as the directors. So I think, like, we're going to have to, at some point, have time to sit back, evaluate and plan where we're going next. And yeah. I guess we probably could have done with doing that already. Yeah. <laughs> but we just haven't got time to do it. To we make, haven't had time. To make a proper business plan initially and yeah. kind of have more of an idea of... But we just... We, we didn't know if it was going to work, work or not, really. So I think... Um, so, yeah, probably a little bit more planning. Um, yeah. Time management. Yeah. Again, yeah, like then... you said, like it's so important to switch off and stuff. That's probably one thing that we yeah. could have, we definitely could have done better, like yeah. throughout all, uh, through all the time that we've been going. Mm-hmm. So, but, but like business wise, I don't think there's been any, no, no major, major boo boos. Loopers, no. Great. No. Fantastic. Yeah. And you're also, you, you employ three people, so your bosses as well. Mm. So I'm interested in, I'm always really interested in the emotions at work, which we've just touched on. But what about when, how do you feel, how much do you feel is, is appropriate or inappropriate for someone that works for you to show emotion at work? For example, getting annoyed and angry about something that's happened or crying at work or things like that. How much do you think is acceptable? Well, um, I mean, if you're upset, then 
then you cry. Yeah, yeah. You can't understand yeah. about that. You wouldn't yeah. think differently no, about no. it. Like, okay. what are you going to do? You can't. Like, yeah. Moment. Yeah, we're only human. And, yeah. and I think because of the the people that we deal with, um, it it is very emotional and it can be very, very draining emotionally to hear mm. stories and, and on the whole really positive stories. I mean, mm. look at little Lilac. I mean, Lilac is a little girl who was told that she would never walk. Um, she was born with cerebral palsy um, and th- th- when she was born, it, w- it was pretty grim outlook that was given to her parents mm. really about her future and she's just done a major six-part drama up in Scotland with David Tennant mm. um, had the absolute time of her life and even now I've gone a bit goosebumpy like mm. talking about it because what has come out of that is that she has become so much more independent mm. so much more um, able to communicate with different people and and self esteem's gone through the. This yeah, is one thing really that everyone has. says, like that people's yeah, self esteem, like you can just see it's, you know, from people coming into casting with us on those first, you know, initial meetups that we have to then walking in London Fashion Week or mm. doing the big. It's emotional stuff that you mm. know we, you know, but, we're changing people's yeah. lives and it's. Um, so people like yeah, only if you before we existed, you know, like only a few yeah. years ago, people would never think they would have an opportunity to be yeah. on, you know, on we walked down. Oxford Street yesterday one of our models on yeah, you know billboards down yeah. there and um they families who've like had a child with a disability have mm. would have never have thought that those opportunities would have been available to people mm. and it, it's amazing it's, yeah. to it's so to it's see. okay to be emotional sometimes yeah. as long I mean, as we crack on and don't miss any yeah. don't cock up so guys we always like to ask about mentors and I wanted to know if you have a mentor that's helped your business or is helping your business in any way? Um, we have a lot of great friends, don't mm. we? And and I think um, our and biggest <laughs> mentors are our family. Yeah, and obviously we're related. Yeah. Um, so our, yeah, I would probably say my husband has, although he's not particularly a mentor, has been probably the biggest support of me. Um emotionally and financially um to to be able to 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 get to where we are today Mm. um i think without his help um i I would just not have the freedom to be able to do to do to to concentrate on it to follow the dream and do something that we absolutely love to do and i think that's the same with Mm, yeah adam Adam, i guess like yeah yeah when we first uh, i mean you talk to your partners, don't you, about everything? And I guess I spoke to Adam, like, what am I going to do? Should I do this? And it's like, yeah, just do, just do go for it. And then because he's, you know, he's he's got a good job himself, yeah. runs his own business, so it did. It kind of gave me the flexibility to be able to take a risk. Yeah. And I do look back and I think if I didn't have him there, then I wouldn't have dared take the risk. I'd still yeah. be working as a social worker. Um, and I think yeah. you, you're my mentor, and yeah, and vice versa, yeah, to you as well, Aww. like. Yeah, I think that's the we often say to each other, can't believe how well it's it's working out between us yeah. as as family no and no we'd never have a crossword, do we really? No. Um yeah. wow. <laughs> So yeah. how can people find out more? Uh go to our website, zebedeemanagement.co.uk. Yeah. Or they can go on our social media, so Facebook, Zebedee Management, Instagram. Yeah. Zebedee underscore management. So you'll find us. <laughs> yeah, just Google. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Laura and Zoe, it's been such 
a pleasure having you on Secrets of the Side Hustle. It's so interesting to hear about this amazing, inspiring and very worthy side hustle. So thank you so much. Thank You're welcome. You. Thanks for having <laughs> us. A pleasure. Those were two incredibly inspiring women. I loved hearing about their side hustle and I hope you did too. Thank you all so much for listening. And of course, please subscribe, share and rate the show on Acast, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you indulge in your podcast habit. Make sure to tell your friends and family, especially if you think this podcast will help them with their own side hustle. I've been Scarlett Russell and this has been Secrets of the Side Hustle. 